things I'm very, very thankful for is knowing that we're not on an island, we're always working together, and that the main goal for everyone here is to help those that we serve. You're listening to the Mental Health Download from the nonprofit Mental Health Association Oklahoma. I'm Mac Gleason, and this is Ashley Gunnels. Ashley is beloved in Oklahoma for many reasons. She does phenomenal work. She is one of the greatest souls that I will ever meet in my life. And so, Ashley, I want you to say hello to everybody and, and tell them what you do for Mental Health Association. Hi, guys. Thank you for listening. My name is Ashley Gunnels. I am the Housing Solutions Intake and Referral Coordinator for the Mental Health Association. I've been in this role almost two years now, which is really hard to believe. Isn't that weird? I started as an intern here in 2017, and I just never left. Nice. And so I help coordinate move-ins for people, you know, that are experiencing homelessness either in the shelters or on the streets and help them move into their housing unit here at the Mental Health Association. I also help people navigate resources in the community for other types of housing options. All right. This is the uh, Monday before Thanksgiving. And so the reason that I wanted Ashley to come on is she makes me so happy. And this is just, I'm on vacation the rest of the week. And so th- there's just not a, a better way to go into Thanksgiving with uh, than giving thanks for all that I have with my dear friend, Ashley Gunnels. But this morning, she actually gave us even more to be thankful for within our association family, which goes across the state. So Ashley, tell us about your presentation and, you know, some of those pieces that you really want the, you know, people who listen to the podcast to really understand about what you do and how their support really, really makes a difference. This morning, I did a presentation on the housing process and what that looks like here in Tulsa with our housing, our program housing here at the association. I started this back in actually November of 2018 as an intern. I worked alongside Noe Rodriguez and we, who was- We love you, Noe. (laughs) And so he's the associate director at the day center. And so he and I worked when he was the outreach coordinator here, we worked on kind of mapping the process out, what it looks like, what the timeframe looks like from someone when they meet them to do outreach and meet someone that needs to get into housing until they get into their unit and they are considered housed. And so today I present on that. I kind of let everyone know what that process looks like. It's It can be a very lengthy process. There's lots to it. It's not just finding someone and putting them into a place. There are so many thoughtful um, decisions made along the way. There is documentation that we need to make sure is um, correct. And we really meet with the person and kind of let them know we are going to work with you side by side. We want to help you find the best space for you to live in all the places around Tulsa that we have for you. We want to make sure that you're set up with some basic necessities that you have some furniture, you have a brand new bed and you get a caseworker and we want to meet you and talk to you and, you know, start this process of of recovering from homelessness with you. And so this past week, last Friday, I was able to help a gentleman with the teamwork from over at the overflow shelter to our leasing department, to our map team here, to just different caseworkers that we work with. We were able to get someone into housing on Friday, and it was one of the most amazing experiences. He is someone, his name is Dave. We met him at the overflow shelter. Due to COVID, a lot of the capacity at the current shelters in Tulsa are reduced because of um, social distancing, things like that, and protocols. And so the city has funded an overflow shelter off of Gilcrease Museum Road, and it is being ran by the Day Center for the Homeless and Mental Health Association. Kelly Wilson is over there. Shout out to Kelly Wilson, who is just doing amazing work. Jennifer Rivera is over there working over and over and over and doing amazing things, as she always does. And so... 
I was able to meet with him. I go over there twice a week to meet with individuals and answer them some housing, answer them. No, <laughs> answer, answer some housing questions they may have and connect them to resources. And if they qualify for our program housing, I start that process for them. And so Dave was one that we met a couple of, maybe about a month ago. And he just, he lights up a room. He is so charismatic. He's so funny. He's just, he's someone that you want to hang out with and talk to. And so I met with him several times over there. We got his stuff turned in and he was able to get matched to our housing and he moved in on Friday and he's just, it was just lovely. He was so excited. I believe when we told him that he was going to be housed, he screamed, was like, let's do this. I'm so excited. And we were able to watch him, you know, put that key in the door and open his door to see, you know, some basic necessities like, you know, coffee pot and some dishes and a recliner and a brand new bed and some blankets and a pillow and towels and things that we take for granted every single day. He got to walk into that on Friday and have a, you know, a home. And so that was something I was really thankful for going into the weekend and this week that we got to see something like that happen because it's those moments that really, really get you and realize that's why we're doing the work we do. So Dave, happy Thanksgiving. We're so glad you're home. So Ashley, during this pandemic, we never closed our doors and we just kind of pivoted as they say, and we just have built the bike as we ride it and to use a Mike Brosian classic. So tell us what the pandemic has been like for you and your role and some of the things that you're thankful for as far as some of those other stories that you know. Yeah. So I don't know if I've said this. I feel like I've said it a thousand times. I say it all the time. I'm so thankful for the team that I get to work with. I'm thankful for the, for the association and the people like you, Matt. Just everyone here is so supportive of each other. They deeply care about each other. They are here to help in any way they can. There's been such great teamwork that I've seen at the association that we are making stuff happen. People are still going out. People are still, you know, meeting with their participants. They are still, you know, helping them find employment, helping them find housing, helping them find resources. We've got our mobile medical team that's still out there meeting with people and providing those resources. Like I said, we're all, we're all a big team. And even though we've been virtual, we can still, even our like our Zoom meetings where we're virtual, you can still feel that there's that team there and that camaraderie that doesn't go away just because of COVID. So I'm always thankful for that. I'm thankful for the people we work with. I'm so thankful for the participants that we work with. I love being able to go to the overflow shelter now because there wasn't a lot of interaction for a while, especially because of COVID, especially in my role, because I do a lot more behind the scenes and coordinating different things to get that person into their unit. But because of COVID and the overflow shelter, I've gone over there to kind of help out for housing. And just being able to meet with some of these individuals has been so rewarding just to kind of hear their stories and to, you know, brighten each other's day while they make you laugh. They'll, you know, share stories. We share stories back and forth and being able to watch them, you know, get a safe place to stay at the shelter or, you know, try to get them in different types of housing has been just so rewarding to see that. It's been... I mean, it's just been wonderful, especially during a year that's been so just blah, <laughs> for lack of a better word, just blah. And one thing after another, it seems like there's been those little bright spots that just makes me, you know, love what I do. And so that's definitely something I'm thankful for. I also want to say, you know, thank you first to all of those who we have such gracious donors, anywhere from organizations to families, to friends, to, you know, people that have just been diehard fans of the association. Those people are still 
helping us in times like these. They haven't stopped. I've seen, and again, I only go there twice a week, but I have seen so many donations pour in clothing, sleeping bags, blankets, jackets, gloves, food. I mean, it has just been phenomenal to see. And again, I'm only there twice a week. And so for just a few hours. And so just knowing that the community is like, let's do what we can do to help. It's, I mean, the room, every time I go over there is full of donations and they have to go through them and, you know, get into people that need them. But it's just been phenomenal, the outpouring. People just ask, how can we help? What can I do? What can I donate? And it's just been really really heartwarming to see that. So the emergency uh, emergency overflow shelter, they're able to get a lot of different services there. And I've been, re, you know, suggesting people go over there that call in and ask, you know, how they can get connected to services. Because again, a lot of the shelters are at capacity and because of COVID restrictions and because, you know, libraries are closed and things like that, there's not a lot of options for people right now. And so knowing that they can come in there and they can be safe, they can have their pets there, which I think is great. They can get showers, they can get clothing, they can do laundry, they can take naps, they can get lunch, they can get snacks, they can meet with caseworkers on employment, on legal aid, on 12 and 12 for employment with a better way. We It's just a really, really neat program over there. There's lots of things Things that people can be connected to. And we've seen so much success already in the few months that's been open and only, I mean, I think maybe a month or two overnight that we've just seen, you know, some people have been, have been getting housed. Some people are going to connect to the services that they desperately needed and weren't able to access before. It's just neat to see all those agencies being represented over there and asking how they can do their part to help. Oh, I forgot to shout out is also shout out to Iron Gate, who's providing the meal. Right. They're an exactly. amazing partner. They're, and so they're providing them actual meals that they would get at Iron Gate. And they're doing that, I think, three times a day. I think we're also part with new services and getting some burritos, which I don't know if you've had the burritos. Matt Gleason, they line up and wait and they're like, no, give me my burrito. And they won't leave until they have it. And so that's what's always been a high part for me during the day when they get that. So, I mean, there's just been so many, like I said, it warms my heart to see so many agencies working together and not being like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. We're all working together to help individuals. And that's what it's about. And there's just so many helping right now. It's just really, really great to see not give like they normally give. And it's really, it's, it's just, again, it makes my heart so happy. We are so lucky in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We have such great people, philanthropy. It warms my heart, Matt Gleason. And Oklahoma city too. Miss Sheila is heading up the outreach and they're just, I mean, just growing and growing and growing. MJ is taking the reins over there. Like she has for years. It has taken off over there. So, I mean, we're just, like I said, we're all over the state and we are doing like Mike told us to do. And we're doing all the good things. And now we have Terry White, who is our CEO. Tell me what what you, Terry, started at the end of August, and we're at warp speed now as an organization. It's super exciting. So for people who may only know the name, you know, what would have been your impressions of, of Terry White as our CEO? I'm excited. I'm excited to have a woman at the helm. I think that's going to be very exciting. I know that she's an MSW. And so, so it's great to have her leading us as a social worker. She has so much experience. I'm so excited to see what her vision is for the association. She's got big shoes to fill, but I think she can do it. She's come in so gracious. She's been so thoughtful in her words of, you know, saying what she thinks of the work that we do. She's kind of observed and just been really impressed as she should be because we do some phenomenal things here. I'm just really excited. I think it's going to be, I think she probably came in at a really hard year. I think Mike left in a really hard year. So it's going to be great to see, you know, what's, what's in store for us. I'm just excited. I think it's going to be maybe 2021, January 1st, things are going to, just, I'm just, we're going to cross our fingers that 2021 is going to be our year. Everyone, no, the world year. 
So I'm just really excited to um, work with her. I think that it's neat to have someone come in that has done the work that she's done in a different role, have a different, you know, kind of perspective on things and kind of see what she, what she does and how she, you know, starts this chapter of her career. I think it's really exciting. I'm excited for it. I I was thinking of Ashley, actually this week, Terry White got the opportunity to speak to a class of University of Oklahoma social work students. And yes, Ashley is, there you go. And Ashley was too busy saving the world for me to call her and and pick her brain of what she would tell those social workers. But I am curious, especially now during the pandemic and everything that you know now, being removed from social work school and actually in the field and, and doing it every day. If you're standing in front of a group of, of social workers, what do you do? What do you tell them to inspire them, to give them hope, to give them maybe little bits of wisdom that you wish somebody had given you back when you were in social work school? I love that question. First, I'd say thank you. I mean, I am so thankful that there are people out there that want to make change, that want to help people that are marginalized or discriminated against. We need more people like that in the world. We need more empathy. And so I just want to tell them, thank you for choosing the path that you chose and don't give up. You can do this and you're going to love it. It's going to be you. You chose this job because you want to help people and you're going to do that every single day. And the work is tough, but it's going to be so worth it. So don't give up. Keep going. And if you need any advice, call me. Dude, please. If you want to, if you want to call or have a question, call me. But I, I have been very, very lucky to intern where I got to intern, to work with the people I get to work with, to see how the community works together to help end homelessness and to go to the school that I went to, OU Tulsa for my MSW, that I've just been floored the amount of things that I've learned and seen and been a part of. So keep going. It's worth it. It's amazing. And thank you for choosing the work that you do. Exactly. Because Lord knows we need you. <laughs> we need you. Now more than ever. That sounds so cliched. Before, the co- before COVID, it was like now more than ever. But it's like, no, seriously, like now more than ever. It is. It's like the, 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 the tagline, now more than ever. Yes, I know. Yes, we, we all know. It, everything looks different. I, I know. But... <laughs> Please, please help if you can stay, stay the course. We're going to go deep here and then we're going to go super light because the next question will be, what is something silly, stupid that you love that you are thankful for? I think that in a year like we've had, like we've said, it's, you know, it's been a really hard year. And so I think things I've been most thankful for, I mean, I think the things that everyone's thankful for, I have an amazing family. I, they're my world all of them. Oh, make it emotional. But they, they're always there. They're always there for me, no matter what. And they've always been that way. They've always been my biggest cheerleader. My mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, and my aunt, they've just always been, we're just super close and they're phenomenal. And they're, they're my rock. Some amazing friends. I have friends that will listen to me vent, friends that will laugh with me, cry with me, help me out when I need it. Definitely that. I think, and like I said, some of the basic things you start to realize when COVID hit was like, I have a roof over my head. I have a job. I have my health. I have family. I have friends. I have a silly dog who is just super. Okay. So tell me about your silly dog. What's, what's your silly dog's name? So my silly dog, Bella, she is 12 and she's amazing. And she's super ornery. She recently was very sick for a while. Now she's better. So, but I realized too how thankful I am for that silly, silly dog who is just amazing. Thank goodness for dogs always. What kind Uh, of dog? 
Ella Maltese. Oh, yes. Oh, but she's not fancy. <laughs> no, she's off the fancy. Um, so, like, basic things like that. I'm happy. I'm, I'm so thankful for just in the little things like, you know, having a warm bed at night, having a hot shower, having a refrigerator to get my Dr. Peppers that I need to quit, having problems that are sometimes just trivial to, you know what I mean? Like, even realizing that you have a silly problem that's thankful to even have that problem. Do you know what I mean? Kind of. Mm-hmm. So, stuff like that, you know. That was really good. Yeah. Gonna, Can we go like a, like a round robin back and forth, like silly things we're thankful for? Sure. Okay. Dr. Pepper. S- slinkies. What? No. <laughs> How, why are you thankful for a slinky? It has to be a real it just thing. just popped in for. there. It was like You're the Stay Puft Marshmallow slinky. Man on Ghostbusters. Oh, I'm thankful for the Ghostbusters. You know, I'm thankful for Jurassic Park, the movie, all of them. <laughs> you said, um, you Kung Fu Panda. Kung what? Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. I'm oh, let's do, okay, records. Okay. Oh no. I'm, I got like a, a panicked. Yeah. Why don't I'm like, I have a blank. Can I just do bands? Sure. Okay. A lot. I am thankful oh, for Led Zeppelin and for the black keys and for what? I know I can, I have a blank. Like sometimes uh, food. I forget things. I'm like, Oh, I forgot. A modest mouse is my favorite band. I love okay. Thank goodness for music. It keeps me it all does. things. Yeah. What are, what are you thankful food wise? Especially Thanksgiving. Oh, oh. My mom's green bean casserole and potatoes and gravy. My wife makes the greatest mashed potatoes on the... She uses a very... A chef that I cannot name her because she is of ill repute now, but from the South. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's one of those things that it should have been burned at some point, the cookbook, but you just can't because it has that mashed potatoes recipe in it. I have a question. Does your family like Thanksgiving food? Yes. Oh, see, mine does not. And we've had several arguments. They they don't like it at all. I think me and my dad and then everyone else is like, can we do like Mexican food or Italian food? I'm like, no, absolutely not. And everyone complains about it. they don't like it. But like, it's great. But I just rather have, you know, I'm like, Mm-mm. I love Thanksgiving food. My family has it was like, I think my grandmother's or my it's on my mom's side, but it was like it's called pistachio, like just pistachio salad and it's like green with it's literally like pistachio jello stuff or pudding with like whipped cream and like i think like pecans and I know it's so good and marshmallows pecans pineapple chunks and it's like green interesting it's so weird it's so good though okay um this has been four hours of matt (laughs) matt has two or three days to edit this because it'll take that long happy thanksgiving to everyone because that's a lot to do okay but i do want you to leave us with your bit of wisdom Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting the mental health download and taking your time to be a part of mental health association, share it, share our stories, donate, like get involved. Just thanks for all your help this year. It's been a really rough year. Thanks to all of you that have listened, that have donated, that have reached out to show your appreciation, things like that. And things I'm very, very thankful for is knowing that we're not on an Island. We're always working together and that the main goal for everyone here is to help those that we serve. Happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays, and go do good things.